Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Higher. Live from the Hogs Meat Market Studios, this is Out of Bounds. I think this is one of the most exciting, meaningful, seminal moments in the history of the Southeastern Conference. And one more thing, Dory. I, I just remember two weeks ago, it seemed like a year, we were in Destin and listening to all the critics and all the cynics say that the SEC blew it, that they didn't do the right thing by going to nine. I, I want to see nine. I think most people do. But... They did an amazing job, and I think they, they shut everyone up tonight. Yeah, yeah. With John Neighbors. Every time you put a mic in my face, I'm going to say Arkansas. And Joe Franklin. We won't go into shell. We won't go into attack mode, because that's what's required. On 103.7 The Buzz. With my boobay, taste like Kool-Aid for the analyst. Girl, I can buy your Westy girl with my base stuff. I know that it's good, but you said it on my taste plus. I get way too petty once you let me do the extras. Pull up on your black and break it down. AM to the PM, PM to the AM phone Eat up your per diem, you just gotta hate them phone If I quit your BM, I still rock Mercedes phone If I quit this season, I still be the greatest funk. My left stroke just went viral Right stroke, put a baby in a spiral Soprano C, we like to keep it on the high note It's levels to it, you and I know Tell them be humble, hold up, sit hold down up, hold up, hold up, Be humble, hold up Two hours down, one hour to go. Appreciate everybody listening in on this beautiful day here in the great state of Arkansas. John Neighbors, Joe Franklin, broadcasting live from the Hogsmeade Market Studios with you today. And thank you, as always, for making us a part of your afternoon this afternoon. It's been a fun-filled show, a fast-moving show, too, because there's been so many things talking about with the college football schedule for the SEC getting released in 2024. A lot of comments and a lot of things being made about that. And it's just exciting to have football season uh, just kind of around the corner and hovering and still having things and fun things to talk about, at least when it comes to the football side of things. And uh, not only this year, but for the future. So SEC Media Day is happening in about a month, a little bit over a month. And we'll be there in Nashville having fun with that, too. And August, of course, preseason and camps opening up and, and everything it's just it's going to be fun to, to have that happening but we still of course have baseball going on as we know the college world series is happening this weekend Razorbacks are not in it unfortunately we would all rather the Razorbacks be in it but still have a, a lot of great games and some great matchups and some great teams that are going to be looking to try to win their first or one of their many college world series this weekend and we're going to continue to talk about that because we got our guy former Razorback got to make sure I put that in Tyler Spoon joining us right now center field that's going to be trouble Spoon chasing after can he get there he dives he caught it did he catch it he caught it holy smokes Tyler Spoon just made the greatest catch of his career former Razorback outfielder Tyler Spoon on Out of Bounds is presented by First Horizon Bank. With First Horizon Bank grant programs, you may qualify for up to $12,000 in discounts on your next mortgage loan. Apply online at firsthorizon.com. First Horizon is an equal house lender and member FDIC. Let's go to the Jones and Sun Diamond and Bridal Fine Jewelry Hotline and welcome in a former Razorback Tyler Spoon on the show. And Tyler, as always, man, appreciate you joining us. How are you doing this afternoon? Man, I'm doing well. It's good to be back. Yeah, it's good to have you back on, man, too. And I know with uh, Arkansas, we talked to you last week about not being in the postseason. It is unfortunate. But uh, there still was, has been some great baseball, and especially there in the Supers and seeing some of those teams, some of those matchups. The field's officially been set. But uh, just what would you make of some of those Super matchups and maybe some surprises that you had of seeing certain teams in the College World Series in the final field of eight? Yeah, it was a really good weekend, man. Just a great overall weekend to watch baseball. Super regionals are always a ton of fun to watch. And, um, you know, I think obviously the, the headliner, the easy answer is Oral Roberts. I mean, you know, it's, but if you watch that team and watch them play, it's not really, I don't feel like it was too much of an upset, man. They're all really, really good. They kind of remind me of that Missouri State team in 2015 that we ended up beating in Super Regional. But, man, they're just so scrappy. They're really good. They've got a really good bullpen. And, um, but besides that, man, I mean, it was, it was just great baseball, and it was kind of a coin flip to whoever could win. You know, that Tennessee uh, Southern Miss series 
was a good one to watch too. Um, man, just again, it's just great baseball when you get to this time of the year, and it's, it's action packed and a lot of fun. Tyler, people make a big deal of certain teams should be at the College World Series every year that they should make it to this point, but you know it's not realistic that you're going to be one of the last eight remaining teams, one of the best eight teams mm-hmm. in the country to end the season. And uh, a prime example of that is Stanford. They're there for the third straight year, and there were only two teams that were in the Supers that had a chance to go back for two years in a row, and it was Texas and Stanford, and they had to play each other. So at least one of them was going to go, but it was a case where both of them couldn't get there. So it seems to be a little overblown at times that people expect certain teams to get to this point every year. Yeah, it's a, it's really tough, man. Especially in baseball, you gotta you gotta think of it as you know, kind of think of it like March Madness, you know. And um, it's like making the Elite Eight. That's what it is. And you know, last year the Hogs were in the Final Four. And so when you put it in that perspective, it's like okay, obviously the Hogs have done incredible, and it, it just basically a testament to just show you make the Elite Eight year in year out, or just every two or three years. It just shows you how elite your program is. And um, again, it's just so hard, and you just—it's just like it's just like college basketball too, where you know the Cinderellas can kind of happen, or just the team that's hot. You know, for us, we ran into TCU and uh, just an absolute buzzsaw. And you know, there's those teams that hop into the tournament, like you're kind of like UConn this last year, where um, they kind of—they were a three or four seed, I can't remember, but uh, kind of played down in the middle of the year, and then just once they figured it out and picked up and started going, you know, they just—the rest was history. So. Um, it's just really difficult, man. Especially, it's so hard to get there. It's easy to get there once, but to do, be able to do it, you know, every year or two or every three years, it's so hard. And, and it's a, just a testament to those programs that are able to do that. Well, and it makes it uh, extremely hard to get over too, because uh, you mentioned uh, Stanford uh, going to the World Series. Have you that Texas loss, man, and, and losing that way, the way that Texas mm. did? Which I know Razorback fans aren't going to have any love loss for Texas losing and anything, but uh, I haven't seen a game, especially at that magnitude, be lost that way, where the outfielders just wa- lost the ball up there and it dropped. And you being a former outfielder, just what'd you make of that game? And uh, how difficult is it though in certain ballparks and in certain days uh, or nights or whatever it may be to track the ball when uh, it's hit up that high too? Yeah, it, that was a man. You hate to see that happen to anybody. That's just gut wrenching. But the West Coast is infamous for the twilight. It is so hard to see, and that was one of the things we we played in Arizona my redshirt freshman year, and you know we practiced at night, and mainly just so we could all take pop flies, you know, when it was starting to get really dark, and uh, just to try to see the ball because it's so difficult to see it out there, and when it gets dark, especially and. You get above the lights, it just completely disappears, and that's exactly what happened. I mean, it's it's if one person loses it, that's one thing, but it looked like no one had a had any idea where that ball was. And I'm telling you, that twilight plays a huge factor out on that West Coast, and it is really difficult um, to adjust to when you're not used to that. And it's just that at the end of the day, that's what costs them the game. And uh, again, you just hate to see that happen to anybody. And you know, yeah, Texas had a great year. It was obviously just Stanford's time to go back, you know, so. It's a really good field of teams. Which teams are playing really good at this at this time, in your opinion? Man, that Wake Forest team is as good as it gets. And it reminds me, it, the best team I've ever played against, ever saw, was 2014 Virginia. We went there for the Charlottesville Regional, and, I mean, it was just overpowering, overmatched, and they were just unbelievable in every position. Pitching, bullpen, I mean, I, they probably have like five, people that are still playing in the big leagues, I would bet. So um, this Wake Forest team kind of has that same vibe about them. And, uh, but I'm always, I've said from the beginning, Florida is uh, maybe the most impressive team to watch, just the pieces that they have. I mean, it's it's truly incredible. You just think about the the power they have at the plate, the, the arms that they have. I mean, everybody they have, those 95, 96, it seems like. Um, but it's same for Wake Forest. So, um, you know, I think those are the two teams that I think – would probably be playing for a championship, but at the end of the day, you get to Omaha, anything could happen. So, but those two teams I've been you know, really impressed by, and um, they're just playing some unbelievable baseball. Speaking with former Razorback Tyler Spoon here on the Jones and Sun Diamond and Brattle Fine Jewelry Hotline, thanks to First Horizon Bank. And Tyler, you mentioned Wake Forest. I haven't watched them a whole lot, but I got to check them out a little bit during the Supers, and you were right. It just 
the way that they're playing is incredible. But I find it so interesting. Where yes, it's tough to to get far into uh, the world to get to the World Series, and it's tough to be able to advance. But a team like Wake Forest, they don't have a whole lot of history. I think it was like their first uh, World Series in 69 years, something like that. And but they've been dominant. They've been the number one team overall all season long. And I just think it's funny in baseball where you think about the teams that have all the talent and historically have all the recruiting and the facilities and everything. But there's a team like Wake Forest who just puts it all together. Like uh, how how does they been how have they been able to make that work? And uh, is it just veterans? Is it experience? Is it just talent? Just what do you make of how they've had the success this year? I think it's a little bit of everything you just said. You know, they've got the the talent. They've got the experience. I mean, they've just got everything right now working for them. And, um, you know, you look at their lineup. I think Brock Wilkin is the guy. He's got 20-something homers. I mean, he's been there for got the career, he's the career leader in home runs for the ACC. So um, they've got a lot of power in that lineup. Now, and granted, here's the impressive part. Wake Forest plays in a ballpark that is very, very small, very hitter-friendly, and it is easy to hit home runs out of there. And the fact that their pitching staff did what they were able to do this year is just speaks volume to how, how good that, that pitching staff is. So uh, you got Rhett, Rhett Louder. I mean, I don't know if you've seen him throw, but I mean, it's it's a real 94, 96, running up to 97 with a plus slider, plus changeup. I mean, he's a you know, top five, top ten pick, no doubt. So um, they've just you're, we're probably going to look up in seven or eight years, and there's going to be at least four or five guys, you know, that are playing really well in the big leagues that are on this Wake Forest team right now. I think they've just all put it together, and um, the the experience, the talent, everything's just come together at this right time, and. Uh, what a time to do it. They have just been more than impressive, to say the least. What's the key to having success at the College World Series? Of course, it is important that if you're able to win those first two games, it puts you in a really good position. But overall, what do you say is the key to having success once you get there? Yeah, it's tough to say. A lot of it is just timely hitting because you get to Omaha. I mean, I look back at 2015 and you know, we lost both games by one run, and you know, it's you look at the the game, and it's like one hit there, one hit here, one pitch there. That's the difference in those games, and that's usually what happens with Omaha. And you just got to have those timely hits. You got to have your or your bullpen, your starting pitcher make that big pitch, whatever it is. And a lot of these games this next week are going to come down to you know, you could circle one play that either won or lost the game for either team. So um, that's really what it takes when you get to this point. And you know, it, it, you know, Wake Forest might just steamroll everybody like they have been, but. Uh, this park's a little bit bigger. I think they're still very, very you know, plenty good enough offensively to to hit and hit for power here. Um, so you just got to drive the gaps and you just got to stay disciplined and manufacture runs. And you know, at the end of the day, just make the big plays and make the plays, you know, the routine plays, and not let it not beat yourself more than anything. So uh, it's going to come down to timely hitting, timely pitches, whatever that takes to, to win at this time of the year. Is there anything about the environment at the stadium that takes some getting used to? It's just, I think the first crowd, you know, I think the first crowd we played at, um, you know, had 24,000 people there. And so it's more or less just, it's, it feels like a big league type game. Like you're playing in a big league game with that many people there. And so um, you get the beach balls flying around. That's a lot of fun. So you're kind of running and pick up some beach balls here and there. But uh, more than anything, it's not anything, you, maybe for teams that, like an old Roberts or somebody that, you know, maybe they don't play in front of fans quite like that. But, you know, for us, you know, when we went, it was more or less like, hey, this is awesome. You know, we were, we're used to playing in front of, you know, 10,000 people. So, you know, it wasn't as much of a shock to us. And, you know, it was just, it's one of those things, you just got to sit there and just soak it up and take it all in and just appreciate just the fact that you're there and getting to experience that. But um, it's it's a lot of fun. It's, your adrenaline's running more than you could ever imagine. It's just a, it's a really cool, It's to say the least, it's an unbelievable experience when you get there, and, you know, at the end of the day. Just show up and play ball and try not to think about it too much. Well, hey, Tyler, also, uh, you know, we've talked about the few teams there in the in the World Series, but Florida, you know, being there in the number two overall seed, they share the SEC regular season title with Arkansas, and Kevin O'Sullivan's been having a lot of success, but I feel like nobody's talking about him very much. And one thing I've always noticed about Dave Van Horn is it seems like there's a, a lot of respect for Kevin O'Sullivan. Not to say that he doesn't have... Uh, all the other respect for other coaches too, but there seems to be a connection. Just what do you make of Florida, of O'Sullivan, and just the way they play baseball? And is there maybe a, a respect there for how Arkansas does it as well as how Florida does it? Yeah, you know, he's uh, Coach Van Horn likes O'Sullivan a lot, and, and a lot of it's because you know he, he feels like he kind of goes about the whole thing the right way and uh, does a really good job of just teaching his guys the game and you know, being disciplined and 
you know, kind of more of a blue collar type feel, kind of like Van Horn is, and um, and it's same with Corbin too. Vandy's kind of the same way, you know, and um, he just has a lot of respect and just really appreciates the way he goes about it. And um, you know, they've just been so good, just on the mound and the bullpen especially, and those guys can really hit as well. So they've kind of they're kind of similar to Wake Forest where they haven't maybe quite haven't quite been as wow as much of a wow factor like Wake Forest has been, but the talent is is there so they can easily go in there and you know if they end up playing Wake Forest they could easily win you know win that whole thing so um they he's just done such a good job building that program and you know I remember my first trip down to Gainesville it was the most underwhelming experience for me just from a stadium aspect fan aspect and you know they were top 10 top 15 when we played I mean it wasn't like they weren't good um you know but they, they just didn't have a lot of fans but that was before they did all the renovations and stuff and now that they've done that and you know he's obviously continued to have the success he's had it seems like you know he's just built a really really great program and uh again just does it the right way and i think that's what you can appreciate about a coach like that that has done it the right way and um has just worked his butt off and taught the game the right way what do you think about some of the other teams involved in the college world series that we may not talk much about now we know all about the sec teams that are involved in it we saw tcu we know about stanford but Virginia and Oral Roberts are two of the teams that may kind of get overshadowed a bit. What are your thoughts on those two teams? You know, it's sometimes it's those teams that don't get talked about a lot that end up making a lot of noise. So uh, Virginia is a very good team as well. I mean, they're obviously they're number number seven national seed. So um, it's not like they're just a, you know, someone to be forgotten about essentially. So they've got a few guys that are going to probably be first second rounders. You know, they've they've got the pitching, they've got the bullpen. So um, it may not be as great as Wake Forest in Florida, but they've the offense is very, very good. Just watching them a couple of games, that all their guys put together really good at bats. They can really hit. So um, that's a team that easily – it would not surprise me one bit if they end up playing for a national championship either. You know, they've, it's kind of like they ended up winning it my last year in 2015. And, um, you know, they weren't – they really weren't as great as they were in 2014 when that was, the you know, again, the best team I'd ever seen on a baseball field. But um, – they just found a way and put it together and O'Connor does a really, really good job with his team over there and always has them ready to play in Omaha. So, um, and again, same for Oral Roberts, you know, you get a team like that, it could be another Fresno. They run in there and, uh, make a lot of noise and just keep playing the way they have been. And, you know, they're not a huge power team, but you know, they, they are scrappy and they can really hit and manufacture runs. And that's what you got to do in Omaha. So they, they have just as good chance as anybody. So you never know. Either of those teams could, easily you know end up playing for a national championship and um or just winning a few games at least so well tyler i do want to ask you something about arkansas because they had some news earlier yeah. this week where they have a new transfer coming in from texas tech the catcher hudson oh, yeah. light uh and i was just looking at the numbers not only was he just a mere all big 12 and then also the uh freshman of the year two years ago in the big 12 but as a catcher, he batted 296 with 11 home runs, 10 doubles, and 49 RBIs. What, what, just, what do you know about him or think about him? But also, why is there such a deal with catchers and seeing like a number like that? It's like, man, that's incredible. That's an impressive batting average where it's almost sometimes people expect the batting average to not be so good with the catchers in college baseball. Yeah, that was a gigantic pickup for the Hawks. And, you know, it, they, I think they were on him from the second he was in that portal. And I, I'm telling you right now, Whenever we see a name pop up in the portal or someone says, hey, this guy's in the transfer portal, Arkansas's known about it two or three days before us. And they probably already scheduled a visit, probably already talked to him and done all that stuff. So, And, you know, just kind of like the things that we probably struggled with this year and, uh, you know, all the fans can probably think about those. And, you know, the things that we struggled with, the coaches and staff knows that and they are hitting the, the portal hard or they've got recruits coming in that are going to fill those spots. So. Um, that is going to be a huge pickup for us. And as far as a catcher, you know, you just think about um, and when I transitioned to catcher, when I went to play professional baseball, I realized why it's so tough because you're just so tired all the time. And you're, you're catching nine innings and your legs are shot and, you know, your body's getting beat up. And so it's your game. You've got to be so locked in and calling a game and being a good defensive catcher because that's your most important job as a catcher. That you know, sometimes hitting can get put to the back, you know, on, on the back burner, and so it's it's really hard to have a catcher that can really hit and do it well, and to be able to have that guy is so valuable, and it, it makes you really appreciate, you know, you think about the great hitting catchers that have come through you know, Major League Baseball, like the Buster Poseys and 
Molina did a really good job, and you know, it fell off of towards the end, but the defense was incredible. But um, there's just not a ton of guys that can really, really hit and catch at the same time. It's just such a taxing position on your body, and it's hard to really keep up hitting that well, you know, through your entire career, especially. So anytime you can get somebody that can really, you know, hit really well and just be a solid addition to your lineup as a catcher, man, it just makes the world of a difference. Well, uh, Tyler, before I let you get out of here, is there is just something else maybe that you'd like to see the Hogs add in the portal or, or something you'd like to see them do next year, as, as whether it's a player or a team or anything like that? Obviously, you want to see them win games, but uh, maybe just something you'd like to see or a player you'd like to see, a type of player you'd like to see on the Razorback squad next season. I'd love to see Jalen Battles come back for another year, if he could. But, um, you know, it's, yeah. I think that shortstop position, you know, Bolton did a, defensively, Bolton did a really good job. And, um, you know, nothing, I think – think he's gone this year and I don't know but we got to fill that short shortstop position and um, have someone again DVH loves to build his team up the middle he'll go catcher shortstop second base center field that's where he that's where everything starts that's how that's his main focus that's who he's going to go after he's going to get those guys and bring them in um, so you want to get get that shortstop Stovall obviously be back and you have Holt too that he could play second if Stovall moved to somewhere else if he wanted to or something whatever the situation may be but uh, and then obviously you got to replace Josenberger somehow if he leaves, and um, you know depending on what that looks like. But um, yeah, those that's probably what I'd like to see. And then obviously you can't, as we saw this year, we can't you can't have enough bullpen arms. You can't have too many. Okay, you got to have if you can have seven or eight guys at the start of the year in your bullpen. You know at the end of the, at the end of the season you may only have like three or four, and whether it's just guys not throwing well, guys get hurt, whatever. You, you've got to have a, a surplus of bullpen arms. And yeah, again like I said, they. Coaching staff knows that they're recruiting those guys. They're trying to get some more arms and players to fill those spots that you know we, that are leaving. But uh, those are probably the things that I would love to see uh, more than anything is just that shortstop and probably a couple more bullpen arms. And um, again, we'll get Frank back next year, Dylan Carter back. So, uh, but besides that, you got Hagen Smith and maybe Hunter Holland coming back. Um, so you've got a lot of the core pieces coming back that. Uh, could be really good really shape up well for the Hogs if you know we get a few more arms and a few more bullpen pieces. Well, Tyler, we appreciate you joining us, man. Looking forward to catching up with you next week. More Out of Bounds coming up. Or go to BetSaracen.com. BetSaracen is Arkansas's favorite sports betting app. This is SportsCenter. Arkansas football got a favorable schedule in 2024, avoiding Alabama and Georgia. They'll face Texas, LSU, Ole Miss, Mississippi State, Tennessee, Missouri, Auburn, and Texas A&M in conference play. They'll take on Arkansas Pine Bluff, UAB, Louisiana Tech, and Oklahoma State in the non-conference matchups. It'll be the first time since 1991 that Arkansas faces Texas as a conference opponent. It'll also be the first time Arkansas hasn't faced Alabama since joining the SEC in 1992. Some other notable matchups include Georgia, traveling to Texas, Alabama going to Oklahoma, and the Texas-Texas A&M rivalry being renewed. Those two have not played each other since 2011. And the Arkansas Travelers fell to the Tulsa Drillers last night 12-6. They'll be back in action again tonight at Dickey Stevens Park. First pitch is set for 635. Coverage can be heard on 106.7 Buzz 2. I'm Christian Weaver with the Buzz Radio Network. This is Pat Bradley for Brewskies. Brewskies is the spot for lunch downtown. Burgers, wings, sandwiches, loaded fries, and healthy options like wraps and salads. Prepared from scratch daily and made hot and fresh to order. Happy hour starts at 11 a.m. and those drink specials go with everything on the menu. Brewskies, you're home for lunch, happy hour, and late night. Tonight at Brewskies, it's sports trivia at 7 p.m. Followed by the best karaoke party in town at 9 p.m. And the party don't stop till 2 a.m. This is Pat Bradley for River City Flooring, where you can pick your payment. Get 0% interest for 12, 24, or 36 months, and River City Flooring in Maumel is where you'll save 50% on all in-stock waterproof LVP flooring. And did you know River City Flooring carries cabinets? So stop in and let my friends at River City Flooring help you with your remodel. Kitchen, bath, living, dining, they do it all. Check out River City Flooring in Maumel at their huge new showroom on Maumel Boulevard just off 430. Listen for Champs and Chumps Friday during the Zone, brought to you by Everbowl, providing craft superfoods, acai bowls, and smoothies that fuel you for an active, unevolved, and healthy lifestyle. Located at the Pleasant Ridge Shopping Center in West Woodrock, next to Santo Coyote. 
It's Justin Acre for CertiPro Painters, and I get so excited when I get a chance to call my friends at CertiPro and tell them I've got a new project for them. CertiPro can help take your idea for a project and make it even better. The good thing is you know you can get on the schedule and get that project started quickly. But it is starting to fill up fast, so you need to get on the schedule ASAP with my friends at CertiPro. Each CertiPro Painters business is independently owned and operated. These folks live in your community and want to help you get the best paint job possible. Schedule your free estimate at CertiPro.com. That's Certa with a C. Hey folks, Wild Bill here with Magic Market Motorsports Authority in Hot Springs and Russellville. Folks, we're kicking off our third annual Sizzling Summer Sell-Off, and my goodness, do we have the inventory. That's right, Bill. We've got the best inventory we've ever had. Not going to last long. Terrains, rogues, forerunners, pilots, escapes. And don't forget, we say yes. Come see us. We've got plenty of financing options for you to get you in the vehicle of your dreams. And if you can't make it to one of our locations, you can always visit us online at msastore.com. If you don't already have the Bet Saracen Sports Wager app, download it today from the app stores or go to BetSaracen.com. Bet Saracen is Arkansas's favorite sports betting app. Greatness doesn't happen overnight. It takes time, focus, and dedication. At Shelter Insurance, we understand that because we've put in the hard work and dedication for decades. And that commitment has paid off with award-winning customer service for your auto, home, and life insurance. See shelter agent Todd Matthews in Benton, Matt Steele in Bryant, or Gary Elmore in Lone Oak today. Hi, I'm Rick Pennington of Lions Drug. We have great news. Generic Cialis is now available at a huge savings. We have Tadalafil, the FDA-approved generic of Cialis, in a 20-milligram tablet at a savings of up to 80%. We have the 5-milligram daily tablets for less than $3 a pill. Lions Drug continues to be your go-to pharmacy for men's health. What are you waiting for? Call us today at 844-676-2247 or go to our website at lionsdrug.com. Fire up the grill this summer with the highest quality of meats from Hogs Meat Market and their new location off JFK Boulevard in North Little Rock. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. Coach, I asked you what the host of this party was going to be serving up today. What's the drink of choice tonight? Well, you know, I, I'm not promoting it, but I like some old cold beer. I think I'm going to have one. I'm not promoting it now. On 1037 The Buzz. Thursday and some nuts. Again, we're not going to talk trash about any of our fine sponsors here on this show because we love them all, especially Guatney Chevrolet, where they have this great new deal going on right now called Deal Team 6. They are armed with a virtual arsenal of rebates, discounts, and finance offers on all new models in stock. Not old models, not pre-owned models. We're talking about new models. Up to $7,500 off of a Silverado. I'm a big Silverado guy, and they got them in stock. And when you trade in a vehicle with 2009 or newer of a trade-in, you get the great deals, as well as a $2,000 off of an in-stock 2023 Equinox and rates on everything new. Everything new in stock as low as 6.99%. And with those Silverados, I'm telling you, they're beautiful. They're nice. I love mine from Guatney Chevrolet. It's a beautiful vehicle. It drives great. It's going to last a long time. And say if you're not looking for something new, though, want to do the pre-owned route, well, they got pre-owned vehicles that are good enough for mom, as they say, which means that, hey, you wouldn't put your mom in anything that wasn't nice. 
and neither would they at Guatney Chevrolet, and your mom would definitely refuse to drive it. So they got the nicest pre-owned vehicles. They got it all at Guatney Chevrolet. So check them out today off the Gregory Street exit in Jacksonville. Guatney Chevrolet being Arkansas's number one Chevy dealer. Very easy to find at 1301 TP White Drive in Jacksonville. You can also shop them online at GuatneyChevrolet.com. It's Guatney Chevrolet. Uh, just going to have uh, a few things to tie up here, as we know that uh, we'll have three and outs. It's been a fast-moving show, and get you ready for drive-time sports, and also uh, the weekend is upon us. Uh, tomorrow's Friday, which I know people are always excited about whenever Friday hits. But I uh, wanted to uh, give a little bit of a, an update and a shout-out to Ricky Fowler. He shoots a first round of 62 at the U.S. Open which is tied for the lowest score in any round in men's major championship history. So how about that? Well, Xander Shoffley is right there with him right uh-huh. now. Where uh, he is... He's eight under right now, right? Yeah, so if, if he sticks with it, and he's on, he's through 17, so if he pars 18, he'll shoot the same. I kind of hope he birdies in a way, just because uh, Ricky can say that he had that... Uh, record for just like five seconds and then somebody in the same same uh same open or at least in the same major ends up breaking the record and shooting a 61 well it doesn't look so. like he's gonna birdie it man well that's too bad <laughs> all right we'll get the part so, yeah yeah he can tie it yeah well i mean it's great performance out of both of them then because shooting eight under uh to put it in perspective uh being tied at first uh who's tied who's tied at third well bryson dechambeau made a run and scotty scheffler uh, as well both at three under. So you're talking about a five-stroke difference uh, between the guys at the top of the leaderboard and the next best here in the opening day of the U.S. Open. So, uh, yeah, what a performance by both of them. Both of them getting it done. And we know uh, they still got a few more days to get it to get after it and try to uh, continue on. But uh, that's, that's a nice little day. I wish I could get to that point and shoot that. But uh, we'll see if the momentum can carry it on. Because, again, three days. You gotta, it's all about how you finish when it comes to these majors there, too. So... Uh, also, in some uh, other news, I saw that the Nuggets were having their parade today, so uh, Jokic was uh, not looking forward to it taking until Thursday to happen, but it has happened, and of course, just like any celebration in a big city like that and winning a big-time championship like the Nuggets just did in the NBA, tons of people and tons of celebrating and the floats and the driving and all that, just seeing all the scenes is always a lot of fun just to see uh, how much it means to the city for people to come out and have an, have a good time, and especially in the middle of a work day, because, hey, there's some things that are bigger than work, and celebrating a championship of your city is definitely one of them. We, we can have more of Jokic's comments tomorrow, but he did allude to that. He, he said, uh, you know, I, I said that I didn't want to, you know, stick around for the parade on Thursday, but, and then he went on to drop a bunch of expletives and, Excellent. and saying that he really enjoyed being there for the parade today. Uh, at least, uh, again, if you're going to be in that situation, go uh, go crazy. Go at it. Just you, you kept it together for the professional stuff after the game ended, but when it comes to celebrating with the city and with the fans, uh, have, have a great idea going, or have a great time doing it. In fact, I saw that uh, Michael Malone was wearing that shirt that said, put this in your pipe and smoke it, uh, alluding to his comments he made earlier in the, in the playoffs. But uh, he also said, quote, I got a crazy idea. Let's do this again. I want to be on another float. I want to be on another parade doing this thing once again. So He even was kind of looking like a player from the way he was dressed. He had his hat on, had a chain on. <laughs> he was uh, he was feeling it. Hey, again, go crazy. I, I'd be doing the same stuff. If I was a coach and it's just, you know, your, your celebration probably hasn't ended since uh, it started when you won the NBA title just a few days ago. Ha- have fun with it because that's what it's all about for the fans to have fun and for you to have fun and, uh, I don't want to say it's like the last hurrah, but it's kind of like the final big and like crazy part of the celebration that has everybody in the city. Oh, you have to enjoy it for the moment that it is because we know for these players, these coaches, it's going to be back to work for them. It's going to be back to business. So they have to enjoy the moment, and then they're going to quickly move on. As we've seen over the past few years, the trend has taken off with some of the players being shirtless. Bruce Brown was one hmm. of those, and he even made comments to – the uh, crowd saying, I got a question for you. One more year, and uh, he's a guy that he can move on. He could become a free agent. And so he was basically saying to the crowd he wanted their input on the fact of, do they want him back? Do they want to see him in a Nuggets uniform again to try to get back to this point again next year? Yeah, I'm sure that they're going to try to do what they can. And 
I did see a, also a video, and it happens pretty often, but still really cool when uh, Jokic gets up there to, to get to the microphone or whatever, and they start chanting MVP at him. The crowd's going so crazy. In fact, he has to uh, even try to just quiet them down because the, the, they're going so nuts and uh, going on for so long. He's just like, thank you. It's amazing. It's everybody, all right, all right, you know, okay, calm down. Like, everybody, it's good. So, uh, But shows how much they appreciate him and bringing a championship uh, to the Nuggets. And, you know, he's not going anywhere. He's got a long, illustrious career in front of him. So, uh, but, yeah, it was – He's very much beloved there in the city of Denver. And listen, he already was, but when he won a title, when he won a championship, uh, that, that just takes it to a whole new level, too. So Those yeah. fans have waited for a long time to get that payoff to see that they have a championship-winning basketball team. Yeah. One day I just want to go and see a celebration of a Super Bowl or NBA title or World Series or whatever, just in that city, just to kind of experience it and what it's like. Because it looks like, as it absolutely is, a good time. <laughs> it's a celebration. It's fun. I just want to see how what the vibes are inside of it and seeing the fans and is everybody hammered? You know, is every is everybody just screaming? Is is everybody well, you have there? Kids there, so of course not everybody, but yeah, for the most part, people are. Mm-hmm. And even with the Vegas Golden Knights, think about this: their parade is going to be on Saturday. Saturday in Vegas, you're going to have a parade to celebrate that team. Good grief! What's the weather going to be like in Vegas that day? That that's not that they would care or anything like that, but I would be curious to see. If it's going to be something that's uh, over the top, like hot, or let's see, on Saturday. This time of the year in Vegas, yes, it's uh-huh. hot. Uh-huh. <laughs> yep. Always hot. Yeah, because in fact, uh, tomorrow in Vegas, it's only going to be 84. But on Saturday during the parade, it's 99. So, yes. yeah, warm. A little bit on the warm but side. But they say it's a different type of heat. It's uh, a dry heat, as they say. It's not a lot of humidity in the air. So it, when it's hot, it's hot. It doesn't make a difference. Just wear your sunscreen if you're going to be out there in Vegas celebrating that, too. Uh, first Arkansas Bank and Trust text line, uh, Kevin from Toll says, We got into Denver last summer as soon as the Avalanche Parade started, and those people were great. It was so fun, and I don't know anything about hockey. So, uh, yeah, because I guess the Denver's had a, had a good run then uh, when it comes to their professional sports and being able to celebrate it. But uh, I, I guess have the Rockies won a World Series no. at all? No. Okay, see, so I guess that's the one thing missing. You got the Nuggets, you got the Broncos, you got the Avalanche. And now you got to take care of business and get the Rockies uh, to get in there, too. So it'll happen one day just based on trends and uh, how things go in baseball, especially where you never know when a team's going to get hot at the right time. You just never know. Uh, also, uh, another headline, too. I kind of got a kick out of this one in a way, but uh, no pun intended. Well, I see, you see Antonio Brown got kicked out of his Arena Football League, uh, the Albany Empire, owned by, well, I should say owned out by Antonio Brown, got kicked out of the league. Uh, due to the fact that they, that Brown failed to pay either a required fee or a fine he received from his recent public comments. So, yeah. A.B. still making uh, headlines and still being in the news there, too. Yeah, well. there's even talk of former players playing for the Albany Empire. So, all the fans there, they're waiting that moment to happen. Yeah, because apparently the uh, league said after exhausting all avenues, the NAL Board of Owners have decided to unanimously terminate <laughs> the membership agreement with the Albany Empire. The decision was reached after an emergency conference call in the, of the members in good standing to discuss Empire's failure to pay their league-mandated and overdue assessments. So it's a financial thing uh, that uh, they were unable to, to come forth and, and make happen. So. And that's why AB got involved to begin with because of the finances and trying to help repair them. Mm-hmm. The NL, love this too. The NLA, uh, NAL said the team accountant informed officials, "quote that it didn't seem like Mr. Brown was going to pay the assessment or the fine." So there you have it. So once they got word of that, they decided to make a move on it, and they are moving on from it too. So also from the five hundred one says uh, maybe the Jets Super Bowl parade in your lifetime, John. Well, I won't. Uh, start counting that until I actually see it, them even get close. they got to play in a Super Bowl in my lifetime, and I'll at least take that. But yet to do that just yet. AFC title games, a couple of them, a few of them, but got to get to the Super Bowl to make that happen. We are up against to get to our final commercial break. Come back three and out. Get some headlines, some storylines, some things that we failed to get into, and we'll close up shop and get you ready for Drive Time Sports all next here on Out of Bounds. Let's
What's up? It's a Target trend alert. New swim has just arrived and it's sunny weather approved. If you're into bikinis or one pieces, high waists or cutouts, they're the perfect combo of trendy, flattering and affordable. Mm-hmm, that's right. And there are so many cool styles with gorgeous details. These suits have macrame, crochet, wood beads, pretty shells and more. Totally a luxe for less vibe. Yes, yeah, so dive in and shop this Target trend without the spend. That's Mike saying good morning. It's the best he can do right now. Yeah, not a cloud in the sky. What Mike could use is a fresh start. And Irish Spring Body Wash. The fresh scent of Irish Spring and those sensational Irish Spring suds are just the reset Mike needs. Now he's ready to go to work. It's Sunday. Irish Spring. When the spring hits you, you're ready. Pick up Irish Spring at Walmart today. Hey, it's Joey and Ryan right here at Red River Dodge. We've got some huge discounts to tell you about. We're doing it again. $10,000 off MSRP on new Ram 1500. And we've got up to $7,000 off new Jeep Gladiator Sport. Up to $5,000 off MSRP on new Jeep Wrangler. We have huge discounts, big selection. We're going to give you the most for your trade. So make that beautiful drive to Heber Springs. Or check us out on the web at RedRiverDodge.com. During the 4th July sales event. Make the most of every lawn with Kubota Commercial Landscaping Equipment. From the productivity-boosting Z700 mower to the reliable SVL track loader, it's a lineup built to get the job done right. Because when your reputation is on the line, you need equipment that will never let you down. Visit your local Kubota dealer today. River Valley Tractor, five great locations around central Arkansas to better serve you. RiverValleyTractor.com. Tune in each weekday morning from 6 to 10 for Morning Mayhem with David Basil, Roger Scott, Justin Moore from the Oakland Racing Casino Resort Studios. Like Oakland Racing Casino Resort on Facebook and stay up to date with news and special promotions. At Big O Tires, we've got the latest technology to keep your vehicle running better than ever. I mean, don't call yourself a tire store if you can't do alignments. You extend the life of your tires by keeping them properly aligned. And at Big O Tires in Conway and Cabot, we offer complimentary alignment checks. Brakes? Yep, we do that too. And just ask for your free shuttle service so you don't have to sit around and wait. And you thought we just did tires. Tires, service, and straight talk at the Big O Tires in Conway and Cabot. Guadney Chevrolet has redeployed. Deal Team 6. These guys didn't retire. They reloaded and declared it Truck Month without GM's blessing. Bite the bullet and get up to 7500 off select Silverados in stock with eligible trade. Trading a 2009 or newer? Stack the rebates. As high as 4250 on 2023 Silverado. Upgrade your family's personnel carrier to a 2023 Equinox with 2000 off in-stock units. Why shop a mine? field of questionable used cars. Browse a huge selection of pristine pre-owned with Guadney's Deal Team 6 today. Guadney Chevrolet, the top gun of Arkansas's Chevy dealers. Coming from Little Rock? Avoid any traffic or construction by taking the Main Street exit in Jacksonville. Right on Main, then left on Bailey. To our front door, 1301 TP White Drive. Call 501-982-2102. GuadneyChevrolet.com. Chevrolet. Find new roads. All offered with approved credit. See dealer for details. Southern Bank presents Family Feud on 103.7 The Buzz. Tune in to Morning Mayhem on Tuesday mornings for your chance to play with Justin Moore, David, and Roger. Family Feud on Morning Mayhem brought to you by Southern Bank. Bank with Southern.com. It's not just about the size of the meat, it's about where you get it from. So get it from Hogs Meat Market in North Little Rock. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. Their time is done. It's over. Over? Did you say over? Nonsense. I've not yet begun to defile myself. Call Kenny Loggins because you're in the danger zone. I play real sports. I'm trying to be the best at exercising. It's time for three and out. It's been three hours and we are... Boom. Out of here. All right. It is time for three and out. A few headlines, a few storylines, a few things that we got to dive into uh, first off, if you are a Kentucky football fan, and who knows, maybe there's some of you out there in the audience, well, congratulations. You have officially decided to join the 21st century, and you will be selling beer 
at your home football games. I still, whenever I see a team or a school that announces that they're going to start selling alcohol at this upcoming season or whatever, I'm shocked by it because I'm like, how are people still not to the point to where this is a thing? Because I even heard that there's some schools in the Big Ten that have yet to start doing it. Like Wisconsin, I think, is one of those places. I'm like, are you kidding me? I feel like people up in Wisconsin, all they drink is beer. Like, why would you not want beer? But sure, there's reasons behind it. But Kentucky is the latest team to uh, be able to add it to the mix. And it will be a pilot program also at baseball and softball games, but has not included basketball games. Interesting there, but still big news for those Wildcat fans. A string of thefts over the last couple of decades, so this has taken place for quite a while, which included a World Series ring from Yogi Berra, an MVP trophy for Roger Maris, and even included an Andy Warhol painting and several other paintings in museums across several states, Pennsylvania, Jersey, New York, and North Dakota. So they've made eight arrests of nine, and they said that the ninth person is considered a fugitive at this time, but... These are thefts that have taken place with sports memorabilia over the last couple of decades, and they finally have caught up with eight of the nine people accused of it, and they're still looking for the last person who is a fugitive, they say. Uh, Shout-out to Austin Reeves, local Arkansas kid we know has done a great job in the NBA and with the Lakers. As he just announced, he has his own signature shoe. Seven figures per year, by the way, on the signature shoe, and they are called the AR1s. Uh, he put them out on social media to to show them off, and uh, obviously uh, has a guy that has been known to not only be great on the court, but also starting to get some great deals on the court. So congratulations to him to making some big-time money. I feel like you arrive in the NBA, or at least arrive in basketball, whenever you get your own custom shoe, and Austin Reeves is the latest one. Danilo Gallinari plays for the Celtics and last year he signed a two-year deal 13.3 mil and he missed most of this past season with a torn ACL in his left knee and he had a player option for year two he has now picked up that player option for 6.8 mil so he's expected to return to the Celtics for the 23-24 season Uh, so there's a little fun study that came out when it came to uh, Americans and what they consider to be rich, like a certain number, a certain amount of money in your bank account, when you get to that number, would you consider yourself rich? I, on the other hand, I think, you know, hey, it's, I'd say I'm rich, maybe six figures. I'd feel like that's be pretty rich as a single guy. Uh, you know, some people may say other things too. But according to this study, the average American says $2.2 million in assets, which include, of course, cash, property, cars, and bling, and everything that go along with it, that is what they would consider rich. Which, you know what, everybody says to each their own, and that's definitely to each their own, but $2.2 million may be rich to them. Hey, give me $100,000, and i will consider myself a rich man, at least for the time being. Chris Pratt was speaking on fatherhood here recently, and he says that people say all the time, don't rush to have kids. I personally disagree. Rush, have them. He said, of course, make sure you find a great partner, but once you do that, don't wait. He also goes on to say he was talking to Adam Sandler about this a while back, and Adam Sandler gave him some words where he says, every day you wait that they don't have is another day that they don't have you in their life, speaking about kids. So Chris Pratt says, go ahead and have those kids. Don't wait. If, you, uh, if you're with the right person and everything is right, go ahead and have kids. Had a record-breaking Rubik's Cube. <laughs> I just watched these videos and it just cracks me up because I've had a Rubik's Cube and I still don't really know how to do it. Uh, so it's always impressive to me when somebody can do it in general. But this man, Max Park, set the world record for figuring out a Rubik's Cube and solving it in 3.13 seconds. It's a four-and-a-half-year-old record that's been there. And if you want to see something crazy, just go and uh, watch it, not only to see it actually happen, but to see the reactions of people around him. You thought the NBA celebration was wild. Just go see this. People go crazy when they see that he finally broke the record. Again, 3.13 seconds. Pretty impressive from the Rubik's Cube man. Kevin Costner's estranged wife refuses to move out of their home. Now, they they got divorced, and their divorce was final on May 1st, and they even have a prenup, which says that uh, she isn't entitled to uh, certain financial terms, and also that 
she must move out of the home within 30 days, and she refuses at this point. So it's become a legal battle to see what happens next as far as if she's going to move out at some point. But they are uh, in the process of trying to get everything finalized. So kind of a weird like difference in terminology, if you will. But Charlie Sheen's daughter, Sammy, uh, she's become quite famous for obviously being Charlie Sheen's daughter. But on top of that, having on OnlyFans, which is a very popular thing these days, apparently. But she calls herself a sex worker, is what she uh, alludes to it as. Not a porn star, because, quote, I don't meet up with people. I don't film myself doing those sexual acts. I am just taking pictures. So, uh, I guess uh, porn star out, sex worker in. That's all the new rage for everybody. (laughs) A black bear crashed a birthday party in Mexico, and you can see that the bear wandered into the residence, and there was even food for catering that the bear actually got into. And luckily, none of the residents of the home were hurt, but the video that's been uploaded has over 84,000 views of the bear getting into some food where they were set to celebrate a birthday party, but a bear got into the food and and, uh, some of the things that went with the party. Yeah, bears need to chill out. There's been way too many stories about bears. Uh, Here's one about a stupid criminal, though. Uh, We always love it. This time it's an Illinois man, so I can't really go along with Florida man, but he's found, found himself in trouble because he shot himself in the leg, which is awful, but it was during a dream while he was asleep about a home invasion. He was treated for the bullet wound, but he was arrested because he had previously had his gun license revoked. So he's a 62-year-old man, and he was dreaming that someone was breaking into his house, but in real life, he actually grabbed his gun and ended up trying to shoot at the intruder, but actually ended up being his leg, and then he got charged. So what a terrible day for that man is not only to have a gunshot wound, but have it happen because you dreamed of a home invasion, but also to get arrested for it because you got your gun license revoked guy that's a career criminal and uh, been convicted of several crimes, Alan Duncan, he robbed a couple of banks in Chicago, but one of the times that he robbed a bank, his getaway car was actually stolen, so some of the money that he had from the bank robbery was actually taken from him as the car was stolen, and somebody got away with the getaway car. So Disney, speaking of, you know, going back to the whole porn star thing, Disney comes up with their reanimated, reimagined, live action, whatever you want to call it, but The Little Mermaid was the latest one. Well, have a problem, though, because apparently when they were, quote, using really sexy male models to portray the merman in the film, they accidentally hired a 24-year-old man who was a porn star. Now, normally this wouldn't be a problem, but because it's Disney, they make it into a problem because that's something that goes against what they're trying to do. Uh, but my thing is, is like, you know what? Nobody probably would have even known if you hadn't have said anything about it. But it's not that big of a deal. It worked out. You're okay, Disney. It's all good. Given new meaning to Florida, man, there was a Florida police officer who was actually stopped for speeding. And he then fled the scene. So here's a guy who actually is an authority himself. And he fled the scene after being pulled over for speeding. <laughs> so... He's in some trouble, you know, leastless to say. Appreciate everybody listening at Out of Bounds today. For Joe Franklin, I'm John Neighbors. Same sports show, same sports channel tomorrow afternoon. Drive Time Sports coming up next. At the Stanley Wood Chevrolet and Scott Wood Chrysler dealerships in Batesville, Arkansas, we know that Arkansas high school and college baseball are as good as they've ever been. Just like our 2022 trucks, cars, and SUVs that are rolling into our Batesville location. Hustle over today and let our award-winning sales team at the Wood Family Dealerships help you find just what you're looking for. Or you can view our selection online at swood.com. Good luck this year to all of our Arkansas high school and college baseball